0: On this second Saturday of Lent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to him, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him, put a ring on his finger, and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead, and has come to life again. He was lost, and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. What a way to end this second week of Lent. If we look back, we probably feel like going over the readings of the whole week again, because one was better than the other, though it's not good to say so. However, when we listen to today's Gospel, It's impossible not to say something. We don't have much time to comment on such a great parable. It's a pity. There's so much to say in so little time. What we surely can do is listen to the reading over and over again and ask Jesus to help us recognize the heart of the gospel, which is the heart of the Father. It's a heart that surprises us and that defies all human logic of what we consider fair. You may be drawing your own conclusions. Thoughts may have crossed your mind while you were listening to Jesus' parable. I'll ask yourself and myself some questions to make a sort of summary. What was your first reaction after listening? Before considering whether a father's heart can be so merciful, what feelings did the parable arise? Pondering is good, it's true, but feeling and acknowledging what we feel are also good we have to learn to read between the lines of what we feel, of our emotions. I'll ask you some guiding questions. Do you get angry at such a good father, at a father who seems even dumb? Do you get angry like the older son? In the face of so much love, are you surprised like the younger son? Do you stand speechless? Would you attend the feast like the younger son to enjoy forgiveness? If this happened to you and your own family, what would you do? If you were the father of two children, what would you do? If you had squandered your inheritance, would you go back to your father? How would you go back to him? Would you go back, or would you stay with the swine in the mud forever? Has this ever happened to you? How would you react to see your brother come back home having acknowledged his sin, would you feel angry, happy, jealous? Would you be glad to see your father welcoming him as if he were a king? What would you say if I told you that our father in heaven, Jesus' father, your father and mine, the father of those who are good and of those who are bad, lives to forgive us and we don't realize it either because we take what is not ours and freely spend it, wasting his love, or because we have everything that He gives us, but we can't enjoy it? Wouldn't it be that we live in our own selfish galaxy, and that we want to teach God how to be a good God? In this Lenten season, wouldn't it be good to ask that we spend Easter and enjoy the feast that the Father has prepared for us, a feast that He wants to hold, and that we sometimes ruin? I know I've fired too many questions at you. Well, Maybe some of them will help you acknowledge that in the first reaction we talked about at the beginning, you can hear God's voice. He has something to tell you. He wants to show you something. He wants to forgive you. He wants to heal you. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.